0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica. When your team or your favorite player is so close it hurts, Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark.
1: Get it. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's Ken Lavicka live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs>
0: you know i like to think we have a pretty successful radio show here right like theo would you would you agree uh this is this is far and away the most influential uh best midday sports talk radio show in palm beach county in the treasure coast
1: uh it's no competition yeah Uh, i mean literally no competition
0: literally we've carved our own little family friendly good time high five niche here at noon every day now there is something that's bothering me is that Theo Dorsey is a big part of that, and he's having to leave early by a half an hour today because of our fine folks at the Palm Beach County School District mm-hmm. and their little football fun party they're having at, uh, at 2 o'clock at Wellington Um, apparently, what is this thing? What is this thing you're leaving early for?
1: It's a meeting of minds, uh, athletic directors across Palm beach County coming together at Wellington high to discuss, um, I guess issues and just the football season ahead. Um, Um,
0: it's a, it's a mandatory meeting they have every year, right? But every year they don't have it at 2 PM on a Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Usually it's a, it's either an evening meeting or a a morning meeting. This one's right in the middle of the day and, uh, they must not know. What's happening yeah. here? We're doing some great radio, and they're going to make me miss out on 30 minutes of it. I'm uh, what
0: I'm what I'm going to say is that if uh, if anybody's listening, that I- in AD or especially someone that organized this from the Palm Beach County School District, um, I demand an apology at the Top 63 event that we're having Saturday at Kaiser, uh, where we honor the Top 63 high school football seniors yeah. in in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. I I demand an apology for for uh, you people. Yeah, that's right. I save you people. Mm. Uh, wrecking, wrecking the final half hour of this radio show. Okay. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed.
1: I'm going to make sure I get that apology in person today. And then also we'll get it for you, Ken, in person at the top 63 event, because this is a uh, right now it's, it's disjoining what we have going. We have to re- rearrange our whole radio show here today yeah. to yeah. fit their needs. Yeah. Um, just for me to speak for like three minutes. So, yeah.
0: All right. Well, whatever. We'll still do a show, even despite being uh, thwarted uh, by, uh, by Palm Beach County School District. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, we talked at length yesterday about the close call, the, uh, the, the U S women's national team and, uh, and how they were knocked out of the world cup on Sunday. Let's, uh, let's hear how it sounded on Fox. It was a listener of the United States, saving a penalty from Sweden. Uh, it pops straight up into the air. She swipes it at a second time to keep it out of the back of the net. However, Sweden says, no, this crossed the goal line, this crossed the goal line and they went. To the computers, they went to the robots, they went to VAR in a moment of confusion, only to find that indeed the ball did cross the line before listener swiped it away from the mouth of goal. This is what it sounded like on Fox the U.S. getting knocked out of the World Cup by Sweden. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did it go in? Waiting on the signal. No. You've got to be kidding. Well, they're waiting. They're going to check. The AR can intervene. I couldn't tell from here. I thought it was going in. But it happened so quickly. Yeah. Wow. Sweet wins.
0: So they literally just went to their... Their soccer robot VAR to determine that the ball crossed the goal line by this is no joke, a millimeter, mm. a a millimeter. When you look at the 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 visual, the graphic, the animation that they put out, uh, there is there is a small sliver of blue between the goal line, which is white, and the ball, which is white. And I want you to remember that the United States, the single best soccer team in the history of the women's side of that sport, was eliminated from the World Cup by a sliver. A sliver is determined by a robot. I want you to remember that the next time that an NFL game in October is being determined by a first down call with a 75-year-old septuagenarian walking a chain out to the 42-yard line, estimating where 10 full yards is. Okay, I want everybody to remember that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the good thing is, if that ref is at a Vikings game and it's a pivotal moment... He doesn't really need a measuring tape because Kirk Cousins just check it down 10 yards short. Yeah, he's
0: going to throw it uh, six and a half yards short anyway, so yeah. it doesn't
1: matter. He'll save us.
0: So that that was ra- like literally razor thin. Yeah. Literally razor thin. And that's, that's the type of loss that sends you into, into nausea. Mm. That's the type of loss where a team you're rooting for is so, so close to survival or advancing, and then... It all comes falling down. And this goes for athletes as well. Let's talk about a, a Palm Beach County Treasure Coast resident himself, Justin Thomas. On Sunday, uh, PGA Tour, he needed a birdie on 18 in order to get into the FedEx Cup playoff that starts this weekend. It looked like going into Sunday, he had nothing going for him. He was He's had an objectively terrible year, right, Stone? Just awful. As, as bad as it gets. As bad as it gets. He's missed the cut. Three of the four majors. He hasn't won a damn thing. He has been a non-factor. He's just been bad. But he suddenly, Sunday, is crawling, grinding his way to possibly finishing 70th in the FedEx Cup playoff standings, which would get him in to the FedEx Cup playoff. Now... At one point, he did sit 70th on the back nine on Sunday, but then he promptly bogeyed and he fell back outside the top 70. He goes to 18. He's sitting 71st in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Needs to be top 70 to get into the playoff. He has a 34 yard chip in for Birdie, a Hail Mary on 18. And what the hell does he do? He puts it off the flag stick, is called by Jim Nance on CBS. Come
1: on now, you can't be serious.
0: Jim Nance actually sounded angry. No way. An incredible effort. So, so Justin Thomas. He fell to the ground, literally collapsed, lost control of his body, and he's just laying there on the fairway leading up to the green. Uh, his body gave out on him. It was that, that sort of a physical reaction he had to coming so close and then falling short right at the end. Mm. So this reminds me, and I still don't like listening to it, I still don't like watching it, a, a, a nearly, nearly into a smack in the face, nope, that still defines me as a sports fan, even though things were rectified this past year when the Heat went to Boston Mm -hmm. and won Game 7 over the Celtics in one of the sorriest NBA home performances of all time in a Game 7 by your Boston Celtics. Uh, But the 2022 Eastern Conference Finals, Mm -hmm. Game 7, Miami, the Heat had been outplayed all game. And then they come courageously fighting back in the final four minutes. Jimmy Butler doing late-game playoff Jimmy Butler things. And Jimmy Butler, after a miss for the Celtics, comes down the floor. And instead of taking it to the rim, he goes for the kill. He goes for the win. He goes for the NBA Finals. Jimmy Butler, this is what it sounded like on ABC. Smart. That sound as it clanks off the rim. Mm -hmm. And in the moment, there was just so much, oh my God, is he really going to do this? Is he going to do this? Because he had hit his last four shots in that sequence. So he was feeling it, and he popped it, and he came up short. And I still have a visceral reaction to that,
1: even after this past year. And it felt like, in that moment, stolen money, that the Heat had gotten and fought and clawed their way back into that game because that game felt over with midway through the fourth quarter. Uh, the Celtics had, like, a double-digit lead. I think it was 11 straight Miami had scored before that Jimmy Butler three that would have made it 14 straight. Like, it was – the momentum was rolling. Um, as he lifted up for that shot, you can just visualize it going in. Al Horford wanted him to take that shot instead of going to the rim. We were down by two. Yeah. The Heat were down by two. And, um, yes, that was uh, – I mean, Justin Thomas-esque. If, so, you, if you ask me how I reacted on my couch.
0: So Sunday was a, Sunday was a, a day of, of close calls into heartbreak, mm-hmm. into Justin Thomas face-planting onto the ground, uh, to U.S. women's national team players collapsing because a robot made the final call of that match. And it brought back a lot of bad memories. I'm not even going to mention the Final Four with FAU. Because oh. that never happened. Ooh. That never happened. The buzzer-beating loss to San Diego State. That never happened. Never happened. I don't remember. I, I don't remember calling it. I don't remember being there. I don't remember it ever happening. I just remember getting oof. to Houston. That's all I remember.
1: That was... Oof.
0: Oh, boy. Um, Sick. With, Sick with your favorite team or athlete tantalizingly near something special, what's a brutal close-call example of them falling short? In the spirit of Justin Thomas, Palm Beach County zone. In the spirit... Of the U.S. women's national team. With your favorite team or your athlete tantalizingly near something special, what is a brutal close call example of them falling short? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. That's eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six on social media at KLV one oh six three. Favorite team or athlete. There. Ready to celebrate. I mean, I felt that way game six of this Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. After Jimmy Butler hits all three free throws, and then off that brutal Marcus Smart miss, Derek White, uh, not boxed out, I thought the series was over then. I thought the series was over then. I I, I threw myself to the ground in my bedroom, punched the floor, uh, was admonished by my wife. Um, that was a bad scene. But then you, you you don't even remember that because of what the Heat did in game seven. But that that... If not for, for the Heat being awesome in Boston in Game 7, Boston doing typical loser Celtic things, we'd be talking about that right now.
1: That was back-breaking. And the biggest thing I remember from that was I went back. That was Game 6. I watched that at a sports bar in Houston. We went back to that same sports bar for Game 7, and the same Celtics fans that were, like, trolling me all in my face laughing, and, and I actually bet one of them, and he won some money off of me mid-game. How much? It was only like 20 balls. Oh, okay. So a 20 ball. Uh, he was at the bar again for that game seven, and I remember like about halftime of game seven, he and his buddies walked up to me as we're celebrating and talking smack and laughing and uh, ordering more drinks. He walked up to me, gave me a gentleman's handshake, and left the bar wow. at halftime. Like right around halftime, left the bar. And that was one of the better feelings of my life. Yeah. So, so a little retribution. Throwing
0: up the white flag. A little retribution.
1: Yeah. And it was even greater because, again, like, I had no option of that. It was a close game. I thought that he were going to win that game six. He knew by about halftime it was time to hang it up. And I didn't gloat at all. It was great.
0: with, with with you close calls because you've had a variety of favorite NFL teams Come on. in your life. I'm all over. Um, uh, uh, what 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 is a and again you're now of Chiefs fandom.
1: Yes yes yes. So you don't have you, to say it now. I am. I'm just am. okay.
0: You are in the time you've been part of Chiefs kingdom. Yes. You have not uh, you have not experienced heartbreak. You've well, been there for one season of hold greatness.
1: On, hold on that regular season game against the Colts. I mean uh, it was uh we, we should have had that one. Um, Chris Jones penalty. Uh, Mistake there. Yeah, that was, was like week
0: <laughs> week seven.
1: You want to win them all, uh-huh. all right? When you're in Chiefs Kingdom, you expect to win them all. But yes, I haven't had any NFL sports heartbreak as a Chiefs fan. Uh huh. But let's kick it back a little bit because okay. you did still mind um, the Miami Heat. Okay. ECF 2022, Jimmy Butler shot from the right wing. I'll, I'll go way back to the first time, the very first time I cried real sad tears. So this brought you to actual tears. Oh, I I cried. Okay. Um, and that was, and again, this has South Florida ties as many of my sports teams do in 2003, the Fiesta bowl, Miami hurricanes, Ohio state Buckeyes, because you said, you know, pretty much. That
0: game should have been over. That was it. That game was over. That was it. It was it. Celebration was, did actually happen. Yeah, they, they, The Canes were on the field celebrating a second straight national championship. And,
1: and so for me as a kid, again, I was born in 93, so in 03 I was about 10 years old. So now. that is
0: the, and again, we talk about when you're in the prime part of your sports fan yes. life, between 8 and 18, I'll say that's when you care most about your teams if you're a normal person between ages
1: 8 to 18. 100%. And this was actually like a, a line of demarcation for me as a fan, because to this very day, I know I'm I'm the, the troll god here, and I do the Temple of Troll, and we have fun. To this day, my mom still teases me about how bad I was crying as a kid over that game. She doesn't know what game it was. All she knows is I was crying over the results of a sports game, and to this day, um, she makes fun of me for that. So I just, as a kid at nine years old, knowing what it felt like to win the national championship the year before knowing that we had them and the game was won and the celebration was happening on the field, I had never, ever in my life to that date seen a championship won and celebrated and then redacted moments later. Yeah. Yeah, you know I, what? I, it still might be the only... In a championship game. Because mm. I didn't even know you could do that in even a regular game, and I couldn't even conceptualize it. I'm nine years old, so you yeah. don't really know all the intricacies of football. I'm like, wait, What? No, like like the play, it was over. Yeah, and then the worst part of that was I still had faith following that pass interference call because the game wasn't over yet. And then you have what happened on on fourth and goal, or or was it the two point conversion where Ken Dorsey's running for his life and just tosses it up, and um, and it really was over. So I think it was the roller coaster of emotions as a kid, always believing that the Miami Hurricanes would find a way to win, actually celebrating winning. And then having it stripped away from me, like I, I didn't know how else to react, but just pour out tears. And it, it's uh it's yeah I'll I'll never be the same ever ever since that day. I need to find the name of that ref that threw that flag and send him a nice note and tell him uh, you ruined me as a sports fan.
0: That is that's a good one, and I think that's that's one like my wife talks about
1: it. Yeah, like where I mean the,
0: the tears, legitimate tears. Um that that is a really really good one. Uh what is what is your favorite team or your athletes tantalizingly close call with something special only to brutally fall short. 8887603776 8887603776. That was Terry Porter by the way, the referee. Terry Porter, you're
1: right. Yes. You're right. I know it was Chris Gamble that was uh going for the for the ball for Ohio State which is ironic because I was also a Carolina Panthers fan, and he became a Panther. Um, oh, that's tough. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, fun times for me. But, yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, uh, Terry Porter, he still had a long career in refereeing. Oh, yeah, for sure. He, like, didn't he become an NFL ref? For sure. This dude. Uh, I think he did, actually. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, if you're an Ohio State fan, you had that in the college football playoff against Georgia, right? Yeah. You- you- you had uh, uh, you were you were right there about to beat Georgia in the oh, semifinal yeah, yeah. on New Year's Eve, and as the clock struck midnight Eastern Time, <laughs> uh, that field goal came woefully, woefully, woefully short in a game you should have won seventeen to eighteen times over in the fourth
1: quarter. But that was their own doing. Oh, they they absolutely killed themselves. And that's my thing. It's like you can if if it happens and it's the player on your team, and I know it feels different when it's a field goal kicker. Like you're gonna always, but when it if it's a flag that gets that that changes everything, like I feel for New Orleans Saints fans who didn't get that flag in that playoff pivotal moment against the Rams, um, where there was the clear pass interference and they had all these rule changes to follow. Like, I that's don't feel something. that badly.
0: Find more for the ball. Fight more for the ball. <laughs> I not mean, definitely. Fight through a fight, tackle? Fight more for the
1: ball. Fight through a tackle before you even gets to the ball?
0: That was Tommy Lee Lewis, right? Yeah. I, I think so. Dwyer was, zone. Fight
2: fight for the ball. No. It, was, it was a brutal call, but uh, can we call the Ohio State missed field goal to win the game brutal considering you well, never had co- a chance?
0: Okay, but you, ha- all right, all right. you had the lead in the final three minutes of that It was game. a brutal loss. It, it was a brutal loss, and you were close. And you were driving the field, yeah. too. You were driving the field, and then... You had to rely on the kicker, who wasn't even close. Like it was, everybody did their jobs close. up until his point. Because again, they were moving the ball against the best defense that many said they'd ever seen in college football. And Ohio State spent four quarters, four, count them four, torching it. Yeah, torching it. Yeah. Um. I mean, look what happened to TCU. Just did not compete in the national championship game. The only offense to figure out Georgia's defense all year long was Ohio State, and they didn't even win their conference. Right, They didn't even win their conference, and they're the ones who unlocked the key to Georgia and had the best chance to beat them. The preseason number six, Ohio State Buckeyes <sighs> getting yeah, locked in for the season. The, in the coaches' poll. Yeah. Michigan is number two. How is, that? How is that possible?
1: And Ken, you're from Chicago. Speaking of Palm Beach mm. County products uh, presenting heartbreak in the final moments, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up Cody Parkey. Oh God! I know you're not a Bears guy. A little double donk action. I know you're not a against Bears the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's rough. But yeah, I know you have a lot of relatives, friends. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. No, I, I definitely was fully immersed in that. <laughs> yes, Jupiter's Zone, Jupiter's Zone, with Cody the double donk against
1: the Eagles. Uh, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Wasn't that the Mitch Trubisky year? Uh, think, that was. I think that was the Mitch Trubisky. That was year, the his... first
0: year of Matt Nagy and uh, Mitch Trubisky in that marriage, and uh, they uh, they they ended up uh, hosting the wild card round, and uh, then the double doing happened. It was Mitch Trubisky against Nick Foles MVP year. How how mm-hmm.
1: how differently the Nickelodeon do we
0: look at... MVP?
1: <laughs> <laughs> how differently do we look at Mitch Trubisky though? If if that. They win that game, you know, and, and then he maybe wins another game, you know, and maybe maybe he's number three on the NFL top one hundred the next year. Oh, yeah. oh too soon.
0: Yeah. 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 What up, Jalen Hurts? Uh-huh. Uh he did play in another playoff game for the Bears, just for the record. I can't remember that one. Uh, that was the Nickelodeon game against the that Saints. That
1: was the Nickelodeon <laughs> game. <laughs> so Stone's wrong
0: by yeah. like uh, three years, but that's fine. Just trying to make fun of his good memory. Uh <laughs> what is your your favorite team or athlete that was tantalizingly near something special? only to suffer a brutal close call loss. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Phil, he messages Knicks fan John Starks 2-for-18, Game 7-94 Finals, Houston Rockets. This is after John Starks missed what would have been a game-winning three in a game the Knicks had won over and over and over again in Game 6 that would have won the title uh, the Rockets came back. Starks misses a three that would have won it at the mm. end of that game. They go to Houston. John Starks, two for 18.
1: Mm. Mm. And that was like, that's Knicks' hero. That's the
0: last time that the Knicks have had a really legitimate chance because in 99, they, they weren't beating the Spurs
1: yeah. in 99.
0: That was their chance. That was the window.
1: Shoot. That's that's what happens you go up against H-Town, baby. Yep. King Melonjoan, the GOAT. That's what happens. The GOAT big man. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, Vaughn messages in Cleveland Indians, 97 and 2016, losing to the Marlins and the Cubs. Brutal. Uh, that Cubs won especially because you hit a home run in extra innings, and then you lose to the Cubs. And then the Marlins, that game was won, and uh, then they, they, they choked that away, too, and got walked off. The, the one in 2016 with the Cubs hurt me as well because that basically ended any baseball bragging rights or baseball life. I had any longer. Seeing the Cubs win the World Series, this is not a joke or, exa- or an exaggeration. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my sports life. Oh. The Cubs winning the World Series will forever be the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my sports life and maybe in my life period.
1: So what if Aaron Rodgers sweeps the Dolphins? Doesn't matter. Wins the Super Bowl this Doesn't year? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. What not if even close. Tom Brady comes back from retirement, goes to the Patriots. Doesn't matter. Okay.
0: No, there is nothing you can say that will be as bad as the Cubs winning the World Series. That was the benchmark for misery in my sports life. Hate the franchise, can't stand the fans. Okay. The fans, Cubs fans did not deserve it, and I'll die on that hill.
1: You are very anti-Cub. They're the worst. they
0: you. You can't. You can't know it till you've lived in Chicago, till you've grown up in Chicago, till you've been surrounded by those troglodytes. You can't understand it.
1: I, and you know what? The more I hear you talk about it, the more I believe it. Because most of the fans I know from Chicago are are White Sox fans. Really? So, yeah. Wow. that's I mean, rare. And, well, it has. To we are
0: with, the vast minority.
1: Well, um, I think. Black folk, black from folk Chicago. do gravitate
0: towards the white stock Gravita- yes.
1: yes, and then also most of my fiance's families from the south side of Chicago, um, and that is also has a heavy lean on on white stocks. So yeah,
0: uh, your favorite team or athlete tantalizingly near something special, only to suffer a brutal close call loss. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Let's go to Jupiter. That's where Joe is on Ken Levick Alive. Hey Joe.
1: What's up, guys? This was easy for me. You're probably going to guess it. I'll let you guess it, or let me just tell no, you. No, go
0: ahead and say because I, I, uh, I, I know you called last week, and I was able to guess it, but I, I don't know where you're going here because the Cowboys, it could be any number of things. Oof.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, it, it could be, but
0: I mean, I'm going to go to the Texas Rangers, the 2011 World Series. Oh God, yes. Nelson Cruz. Yep. The, the Cardinals down to their final strike, the final out. We're up seven five, game six. Home Even run, away Center. David Freeze no, hits a double off the wall. Yep. They tie it in the bottom of the ninth with their final strike, and they go on to win game six, and yep. then win game seven. We were one strike away from our yep. first World Series. That's a great call. That That's a great call, Joe. Texas Rangers 2011 are one strike away from winning the World Series Oof. in St. Louis. And then they ultimately lose on a walk-off to straightaway center.
1: Stone, were you just on the edge of your seat watching that one? No, I actually do remember
2: that game. David Freeze was probably in his prime, I, I'd say, in that 2011 year. Um, that's probably the worst way to lose any sporting event on your very last strike or the very yeah, yeah, last kick of thing, the Yeah, that's the thing. When you're
0: down to the final strike mm. to win the World Series in a game six, and then that happens, mm. that is as bad as it gets. I don't think it whoa, gets whoa. any worse.
1: No, hold on a second. If you're a San Antonio Spurs fan, and what happened to you in 2013, Game 6, Ray Allen from the corner. Because they had that Game 1, and then in Game 7 of that NBA Finals, it felt like they could have won that one as well. Sure. They were rolling out the, the championship trophy.
0: But I suppose what makes that a little bit different is they were in the midst of a dynasty at that point, or you're breaking break the, the argument. Dynasty,
1: though. They but hadn't won since, what, 07? Yeah,
0: and, and this is in retrospect, but then the very next year, they clubbed. The same well, team. Yeah,
1: yeah, They got... They in got one of
0: the most lopsided finals of all time.
1: They got their revenge, I'll say. But I think they weren't feeling that in that moment. They didn't know what was no, going to no, happen for the next sure. year. So. But I'm just
0: saying now, as we sit here on August 8th, 2023, yeah, yeah. it's tough to, to put... It, it, it's tough to put that up against the Rangers... Being one strike away from winning the World Series and then still championship list to this day. <laughs> yeah. That one hurts a little bit more.
2: And I, I think if you wanted to bring math into the equation, like the percentage of a three pointer going into the net, like it's pretty high, right? Depends what they were shooting that game, whether it was 40, especially for one of the greatest shooters of all time in Ray Allen. But to be down to the last strike, to have that double in the, the last inning and then to send a yard, it just seems like it's a. Uh, very unlikely that it happens again that way, but we see uh, crazier things in sports.
0: Yeah. Uh, NFL study hall says Texans blowing a twenty-four nothing lead against the Chiefs in Kansas City. Ooh. All other answers are wrong. Here's the problem with I that love though. That one. And this here's the problem with that though. And this is an AFC title game. Um, the problem is with that is that that twenty-four point lead was erased
1: nearly by I think at halftime. Right? It happened pretty quick. I thought it was a Divisional. I don't it was think the Divisional was a, yeah, because they divisional. did
0: the same thing to the Titans the next week. Yeah. I, I flipped those around, yes. This was in the Divisional because, remember, the Titans jumped out to a big lead in the AFC title game that same year, and then the Chiefs immediately erased it. But I think 24-0, it's not like this came down to the final possession. Right. No. Like, that 24 nothing deficit was erased by... By halftime.
1: Just chipped and chipped away. My favorite part. It
0: wasn't even a chip away. That was like a tsunami away.
1: Yeah. Well, well, my favorite part of that was all the text. Because I was actually in Houston during that time. I was uh, actually teaching at an elementary school. Um, And my friends were all my Texas teaching? Yeah, I was teaching at elementary. I was a PE teacher. Who
0: allowed that?
1: You know what? Uh, I had had a, a long stint. In Houston, like I would say, about a year and a half stint of uh, associate teacher for the Houston Independent School District. Uh huh. Um, so Is that a
2: long stint. Ken?
1: Uh, one and a half years. That's a pretty long stint to me. Um, when you're when you're over here uh, nurturing the young minds of the next generation, Stone. Okay, <laughs> that was an impactful year for them, Stone. <laughs> I suppose, and for me too. I mean, I taught, they learned, they taught, I learned. It's kind of <laughs> like with the with the puppies, right? When uh-huh. you when you adopt one, they saved me, and and I saved them. Whatever. But I do remember though the very next day. This was pre-my Chiefs fandom, but I'd always been a troll. The very next day, I wore my uh, Kansas City Chiefs crew neck into uh, Teach.
0: This guy, man. (laughs) This guy is ridiculous. I just don't know if we
2: can even believe him. Like, If there's any proof or if there's any of this. No, I do
0: believe it, but I don't understand it. I don't understand how Theo's brain works.
1: At Bell Elementary School in Stafford, Texas, (laughs) I will never forget. I walked in the next day with my uh, Kansas City Chiefs crew neck. Um, It's one from way, way back. I've had it for a while because, again, I was born in Kansas, and I am uh, by my birthright a Kansas City Chiefs fan. And I wore that thing loud and proud as I taught those students, and I got a lot of heckling and hate. You'd be surprised the kind of words that a a fifth grader will call you when you uh, are – teasing him about his team losing in the playoffs, but I had some fun that day.
0: The amount of gymnastics this man's brain goes through (laughs) as a sports fan is stunning. Like, I just don't understand it. I couldn't even imagine. Pick a team and stick with it. Yeah, show some heart. Show some heart. I am a
1: Kansas City Chiefs fan. By birthright, because he was born in Kansas. Yes, even though we do play in Kansas City, Missouri. (laughs) That's right.
0: With your favorite team or athlete tantalizingly (laughs) near something special, It's a brutal close call example of them falling short. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain need to see an expert in the field, well, that's where Baptist Health Orthopedic Care comes in. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptist slash ortho. Learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians. leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle. joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit BaptistHealth.net slash ortho. For more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County. Through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. We keep taking your calls and your social media when we come back. More tales of your favorite team or athlete being close to something special only to have it all fall apart. And we have to mourn the passing of a legend. We'll do that when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
1: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBeca Live on ESPN 106.3.
0: I have a bold prediction, and I'm only thinking about it because I'm watching the the, uh, replay of First Take right now in our Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. The champion of the NFC North this year, eight or nine wins will get it done. Eight or nine wins will get it done. And the quarterback collection of Justin Fields, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Jordan Love Uh, will be the most disappointing quarterback division in football. NFC South.
1: No. Well, NFC South won't be disappointing because. There's no expectation. Yes. (laughs) I see Lewis Riddick
0: and Mike Tannenbaum and then whoever those other two people are that I'm watching right now talking about them as if this is going to be a transcendent come up. This year, there's way too much hype on Jared Goff, Justin Fields. I mean, this dude, all he's done this offseason is talk about how he's one of the best running quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, buddy. I'm telling, you know that new scoreboard that they put up at Gillette Stadium in New England? He needs to get within 15 yards of that to even hit it. Mm. I, right, Justin Fields, who does he think he is? But because he track-mated a couple of teams last year, he thinks he's someone? He can't throw worth a damn. A damn! He
1: can't! We haven't seen it. it, it that's my main thing with Justin Fields. Like, I don't know. Like, can he throw? Like, oh, I haven't seen it. Not in the game. Not in live action.
0: I mean, this dude, Justin Fields, he hasn't been held accountable for anything. Oh, incomplete pass. it's, just, it's offensive line. Oh, he'll learn. He'll get a hang of... Oh, he's really fast. He's proven... He's proven Nothing. He's fast. We've had fast quarterbacks before. He's proven nothing. Jared Goff, we know what he is. He's above average. Kirk Cousins. I need to see him throw more than four yards on a fourth down at the end of the season. He's risk adverse. Jordan Love. <laughs> Mike Tannenbaum just chose Jordan Love as the most uh let's get him. Let's get him Friday. Let's get him Friday. And I'll tell him, I think Jordan Love, mid. I mean, I think he's. He's not even anything. There's not a word. You thing. can't give him an award yet. Eight or nine wins. Eight or nine wins will get it done in the NFC North, and that will be the most disappointing division quarterbacks in football, just like the AFC West was last year, With the exception of one man.
1: It won't be the most disappointing. And also, come on, Justin Herbert at least made the playoffs. Like, it won't be disappointing because well, I guess it will be the most disappointing. Yes, it, it will be. It won't be the, uh, the least, because um, I think Stone brought up the AFC South or the NFC South. I guess either one of those work.
0: But again, what are you expecting from the NFC South? You've got Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask in the worst quarterback competition in NFL history currently. Their depth chart for their preseason game this weekend is the old college Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. I mean, what in the hell is going on in Tampa? Then uh, you've got part of the most disappointing collection of quarterbacks in the AFC West last year as the starting quarterback now for the Saints in Derek Carr. Yeah. Uh then you've got Bryce Young at the, at the in Carolina Bryce Young but
1: we don't know what he is yet. He'll, he'll be good. And then you got Desmond Ritter for the Falcons which is not exactly uh mm. Mitter
0: <laughs> Desmond Mitter. Oh. Ooh. Hey, that's
1: a college football you playoff like guy. Yeah. All right. Or was he on Cincinnati when they made? <laughs> yes, it? he it was. was. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't. Him. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, I think you're right that they'll be the most disappointing because there is a lot of love coming from those NFC North uh, teams. I don't think – I think there's a chance one of those teams limped their way into 10 wins, though. Because it's a 17-game season now, too. So 10 wins is a little different than it used to be, right?
0: Yeah, that's why 8 or 9 will get it done in the
1: NFC North. I think the, I think one of those teams can go 10 and 7.
0: What is? Uh, what was my bold prediction from a couple of weeks? Oh, 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 oh. It was uh, that five years from now, there's a better chance Florida State – uh, is uh, no, Miami's rivals with F- Miami's F- rivals with FAU? F- F- uh, there's more of a chance of that uh, than there is Miami and Florida State um, being ACC rivals. Yes, yeah, I was a lot less clunky when I declared it. So this is my next bold statement. We need to put it out there. Go ahead and mark it. Okay. That uh, that eight or nine wins will will get it done. All right. For the NFC North champion,
1: I'll go okay? against you on that one. Just That's to fine. just to just to be maybe right. in the pot. Yeah. I'll say ten. I say one of those teams limps into ten wins.
0: Okay. Uh, Mark messages in. We've been talking teams that were so close to a point where you start saying in your head, "Oh my god, they did it! Oh my god, they did it! Oh my god, he did it! Oh my god, we're going to play for a championship, or we're about to win a championship." And then something happens where the door closes, and you're left with heartbreak. Your favorite team or athlete tantalizingly near something special, and then they fall short, just like Justin Thomas. Trying to get into the FedEx Cup playoff hits the pin, just like U.S. Women's National Team penalties sliver. The robot says a millimeter. Put that penalty from Sweden over the goal line to eliminate the U.S. Women's Soccer Team. Jimmy Butler missing a three off the front rim when he was when he was feeling it. Game seven Eastern Conference Finals, 2022. That would have knocked out the Celtics in an epic comeback. Uh, Mark messages, 2007 Fiesta Bowl, Oklahoma loses to Boise State on the Statue of Liberty play, 43-42. That's a good one, mm. and that's still the all-time BCS Bowl game. Uh, Texas, USC, Vince Young, Matt Leiner,
1: notwithstanding. I was about to say, that's always going to be number one. Yeah, But, yeah, that's... BCS era? Liberty. Like, that. that's epic stuff. Oof,
0: oof, oof. Now, I suppose, though, because we do have an entry, if you want to talk about the tail end of the BCS era... uh, We have an Auburn losing to Florida State national championship game. That actually is a sneaky, one of the greatest BCS games ever played.
1: Kelvin Benjamin catch. Yeah. Winston the Benjamin.
0: Yeah, and don't forget the Florida State kickoff return touchdown that kicked the entire comeback off.
1: I forgot that one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure it happened. My memory's not. You're, you have really great recall. I guess that's good for a guy that's going to be hosting a radio show two, two yeah. hours, 10 not hours. Not bad a week. for a
0: guy damn near 40, right? It comes with age. Yeah. Well, I'm wise.
1: Memory comes with age. Uh-huh. I thought memory fades with age. It,
0: I know. What are you talking about? I At mean, a certain age, but the other age is <laughs> like, stored up in. You know what it is? It's the tequila Sundays. Yeah, ooh, yeah. That's what keeps me sharp. Yeah.
2: I, I actually appreciate that. Uh-huh. I think with the Statue of Liberty, that's something that you're never ever, ever going to live down. Like, well, you're it, going to see it in 10 years in highlights. You're going to see it in well, 50 You're remember, going to see it in 40 years.
0: It's not just the Statue of Liberty play that Oklahoma lost on in overtime. It's the fact that overtime was forced by a hook and ladder. A hook and ladder. Boise oh, State for a touchdown. Man.
1: Yeah. Right? Boise so, State was pulling out all the stops. The
0: Statue of Liberty tells half the story of how it even got to that point. Uh, Monk messages in jail and hurt Super Bowl fumble. That was in the second quarter. Right. I think the Jalen Hurts duck Hail Mary at the end of the game that still nobody wants to talk about. Nobody. Uh, that's the one where I still cannot believe how bad Jalen Hurts Hail Mary attempted at the end of the game was. What was the excuse you came up for him in that Super Bowl? Maybe he was off balance. I said he overstrided. Yeah.
1: He did. He did. He,
0: he, I mean, that dude threw that pass to end the Super Bowl. A Hail Mary that hit at the 35-yard line. He threw it like 26 yards in the air, and he still got paid. In the offseason. Oh, yeah. He still got paid. There is a God. <laughs> that would be your max
2: distance. I, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> no, yes. hell he Mary. He threw
0: it. Like that, my oh, full my power goodness. is what he threw a Hail Mary. And it hit at the 35-yard line, and nobody talked about it. We, like, we, we had the balls. We had the guts on this show. The next day to say, wait, Jalen Hurts, that was his Hail Mary throw? We're the only radio show in America who brought that up. Because we have the guts.
2: Yeah, Eagles fans like, what if? And we're like, what if he made it there? What if he even got towards the goal line?
0: He hit it like the 35. Can you tell double- I don't even know if there's any replays of it that exist on the internet because everybody forgot about it. Not yeah. me. Not me. I I remember the Hail Mary that ducked and sort of, it, it looked like a punt.
1: It, it looked bad. like a mishit punt. It was bad. It floated up there. Um, And Stone did give us the wisdom that he might have, that back foot might have stepped but back a little But he's making a quarterback
0: far. excuse because he's a former quarterback. That's what he does. College quarterbacks, D1 college quarterbacks, former ones, they just make excuses that's, for other quarterbacks. That's
1: true. I, why, 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 why am I falling into that trap with you, Stone?
2: It's science. It has nothing to do with playing quarterback. <laughs> it has science and everything to do with arm angles and just chemistry and and, oh, and geometry, I mean, and all of these things that come into play
0: for quarterbacks. Hardest position ever in sports. I'm going to Google right now. Jalen Hurts, Super Bowl Hail Mary, and see if anybody has had the guts to write about it. Anybody's had the guts to make any sort of... Oh, oh my God! There is YouTube. I see a 37 second clip that's titled "Jalen Hurts' final throw wasn't even close in the Super Bowl." All yep. right, so I'm going to give you the play by play here. So he's out of the shotgun. He's standing at the thir- his own 30. So he backtracks to the 25. The line of scrimmage is the 36 yard line, and it hits at the 20. It hits at the <sighs> Chiefs' 20. It hits at the Chiefs 20. So, again, the 36-yard line was the line of scrimmage. The 36-yard line was the line of scrimmage. No, yeah, it is the 36. So, let's see. 14 and then 30. 14, 30, 14, Uh, 44 yards. He threw it 44 yards in the air on a Hail Mary.
1: McDuffie's celebrating. He threw it from floating in the air. Yeah, as the ball's floating in the air, he could tell it's that short. He's celebrating.
0: I guess he did throw it. He threw it from his own thirty to the twenty, so he threw it fifty yards. But still, like you're Jalen Hurts, who's now one of the highest paid quarterbacks in in the NFL, you got to throw a hail mary longer than fifty yards.
1: That's my distance. I'm I'm a fifty yard thrower. I checked it out think, last year. Do you
0: think do you Stone, do you think Theo's a fifty yard thrower? I know he's not a fifty yard oh. thrower.
1: What makes you think I can't throw a football fifty yards? Right. Well, now like, we're gonna
0: actually have
1: to do it. Like you give I, me a football today, I will sling right. that thing fifty yards. He's gonna be is target. anybody
0: going with you to Wellington High School today for this high school football thing that's taking away Courtney from the show? Is. Palm Beach County School District, I demand an apology Saturday night at our top sixty three event for taking Theo away. Yeah. Read the room.
1: Damn right. Yeah. He
0: said Courtney was going with him. Oh, Courtney's marketing right.
1: director Courtney. uh, we
0: need marketing director Courtney real quick just real quick before uh we uh we bid farewell to a true American legend real quick and what what, what and tell her like we only we don't need like uh uh Courtney act like we just need a couple of things from her okay we only got a, a certain amount of time we got Steve at one
1: we do have Steve at one Ken i I, I frequent the gym all right I, I played a little football and, and I played a little youth league football I was actually a quarterback for a couple games there what makes you think I can't throw a football 50 yards?
0: I just, I don't know if you can throw a football 50 yards. I'm not trying to disrespect you. I'm just saying that's for for common folk like us. I don't think that you can throw it 50 yards. Uh, Courtney, real quick, Marketing Director Courtney, who is going with Theo Dorsey to this Palm Beach County School District Uh, football nonsense that's taking him away from the show. And by the way, Palm Beach County School District, again, I reiterate, I demand an apology, me. I demand (laughs) an apology Saturday for you taking Theo away for your rescheduled whatever this thing is today. Anyways, uh, Theo says, because Jalen Hurts only threw the final Hail Mary that nobody has the guts to talk about except this radio show. Jalen Hurts, the final Hail Hail Mary attempt of the Super Bowl, threw it only 50 yards in the air. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic, but good for him. He got paid after it. Theo just sort of nonchalantly goes, huh. Oh, I mean, that's my distance, fifty yards. Like that's <sighs> verbatim what he said. So today, can you get him when you go to this this really annoying Palm Beach County School District thing? Can you go on the Wellington football field and uh, film see him. film him? We want visual proof that this dude can throw fifty yards. Sure. Okay. I got this. Fifty yards. You stand on the fifty.
2: No, Courtney. no, no! Just stand,
0: you throw stand it. from the goal line. I'm saying, Courtney's standing on the fifty with the
2: camera, and Theo,
0: you throw it from the goal I line. I but he has to throw it feet at or behind the fifty behind yard line. Behind the fifty,
1: line. no, yeah, I will do that, and I will hit the pylon with it.
0: Does he get like a running start nope. or, or yeah, whatever? Yeah, He's absolutely. A like a step yeah. or what? He can, he what does can, he get? What are the guidelines? I want to make sure
2: there is no right. malarkey and cheating going of on you,
0: sleepy Joe. So you can he can he can he can take a five-step drop. And then yeah. and then he can wind up towards the 50. Cuz that's hit. basically what Jalen Hurts did. Yeah, a little hitch or crow hop, get it up there
1: and right. shuffle and throw. Come on. Yeah. on. 50 yards. I will get, I won't say I'll hit the pylon, no, but I'll get it near the no, pylon it,
0: it, too. Be, no, we don't we're we're just Accurately. in fields. We're just in fields in this whole yeah, thing. We don't need goes, accuracy. Yeah, just right? Right. We don't we're not worried about accuracy here. We're just worried about you getting it there. In one try? In what uh or how many one try, or two how one many or two tries. throws does he get?
1: I get a couple warm-ups. One or two tries. A couple warm-up throws. But yeah, that's I'll okay, fine. He did have a whole game to warm yeah. up. Yeah, you're right. So two th- two warm up throws, and I'm banging in on the third one. Okay, I'll probably get it on all three. All right.
2: And if you hurt your arm somehow, you're not going to sue me. Can we just go on record and
1: say uh, that? No, no comment. Because
2: you you're almost thirty. You're getting washed up. No, in I'm going to say athletic this. Department. I am
0: thirty. I know we're in a corporate world now where we're worried about lawsuits and litigation. If Theo throws, <laughs> if he if he tears his rotator cuff. If he tears his rotator cuff, throwing a ball 50 yards, you you You're have to own. have yeah, you have to have the guts to just take the L in that spot. Okay, <laughs> forget this and not lawsuit, not L for lawsuit, L no. as in you just take the
1: L. I'm okay, not, I'm not doing any lawsuits because this is something I know I can do. I'm confident in my ability to toss that thing 50 yards.
0: Uh, Bobby in Boca is on Ken Lavica live. Bobby, uh, what are the chances you think Theo can throw a football 50 yards right. in the air?
1: Kenny, Kenny, let me just share this with you. I used to think I had a cannon. I played center field in baseball up through high school. I played football also, obviously. And I used to thought I had a cannon.
0: I could throw BB from center field. I tried to throw a football 50 yards. Uh-huh. I'm telling you what, there's no way. I'll put 10 grand, on 50 grand. What do you want to bet? <laughs> 10 grand, 50 grand, says Bobby. He is that confident. Bobby what is I heavy. appreciate it. I, do you know how far 50 yards yeah, is? Yeah, I know how uh, far. I am,
1: I am befuddled. I am, I am, I am befuddled
0: as somebody who th- is a thrower of fifty yards. Can you? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. What's, yeah. Your can what's your max? What's your max, Stone? Yeah. What? Like in college, your max, your arm was because you don't throw anymore at all. No, I don't throw anymore at all. I think my max probably was right around that fifty-eight
2: yard range. Like that was a good day.
0: That was a, oh. Ooh. So this guy played Division One right. college football. Was a starter, Theo. He won a playoff game yes. over vaunted Weber State. Okay. Yes. He's, his max distance was like 58 yards. And okay. you say you can throw at 50.
1: Yes, but here's the thing. He was throwing at 58 yards accurately. I'm not saying I'm a precision quarterback. I don't know how to no, do all we're, the we're not, so.
0: Again, we're Justin Fields, <laughs> we don't care about it's accuracy. It's just a okay. long toss.
1: I know I can. Th- yes, I know I can and will throw the ball fifty yards. That's not even a question. I to cannot me. wait for this. I cannot is wait. Gonna, you know what? Is
2: he gonna do it in this outfit that he's yeah, I'll do it
1: yeah. right in this same outfit. In you're, these you're shoes. wearing like
0: a nice polo. No, and no, no, some no. Like he's you know you know you realize, Courtney. Yes. His powers derive from how much chest he has open to the world, and he has enough oh. chest showing in this nice shirt that he's wearing. Yeah. He'll have more than enough power.
2: He also has sunglasses on. Yeah. Which I'll take. Why off. he has them on right now is crazy. But
1: like could you see through them to even see fifty yards? I in can front keep of these you? glasses
0: mm-hmm. on and throw a fifty. All right. Well I'm looking forward to this now. Courtney, thank you. Marketing You're director Courtney, well. everybody. She is going to get the visual proof of Theo who proclaimed, self proclaimed he can throw a football fifty yards. Uh what the hell? Oh, we were talking about Jalen Hurts. That's right. All right, I don't care. Uh, so so we'll see we'll we'll put video proof out I'm there. I'm mad
1: there's nobody that has confidence in me about this. I'm We're, mad that there's zero people. I feel like I thought Stone might Bobby throw Bobby and a bone. Boca
0: said 50 grand you couldn't do it. 50 <laughs> I mean, grand. 50
1: grand. Why would he? I would take his money. I would be. I want to take uh, it. I know he's joking. I would no, take but that I,
0: money. I, in case you do do it, I want Bobby to continue to listen. I don't want him giving up, uh, well, selling true. his car. This is right. true. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, or uh, what he He sells owns. his car. He can just talk to a smart speaker, play ESPN 106 with <laughs>
0: uh, That is Theo Dorsey, <laughs> WPTV, News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29, who says he has a stronger arm than Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Runner-up in the Super Bowl. Ace-town, baby. Uh, When we come back, we say goodbye to a legend. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
1: From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN
0: 106.3. Chris' message is... Ken's kind of killing all the quarterbacks. Crazy we can't find 31 people in the world to do that job, so whatever we pay them isn't enough. No,
1: I think we're taking this a little seriously. When he said 31, did he say that because he's, like, omitting Patrick Mahomes, the king of all quarterbacks?
0: Like, Jalen, I I, I didn't mean it like Jalen Hurts doesn't deserve his money. All I'm saying is that I haven't forgotten his duck of a Hail Mary in the Super Bowl. (laughs) That's it. And even despite that, he still got paid. Like it's like if I came into work, all right, and I was in contract negotiations with ESPN West Palm, okay? And they're like, Ken, you need to perform this tongue twister. She sells seashells by the seashore. Like I did it perfectly there because I'm a professional linguist, right? Right. How down was by the, that?
1: You forgot to down by the
0: I've never heard it that way.
1: Uh Sally sells seashells. She sells down seashells by the, seashore. by the seashore. What's yours? I thought it was Sally sells. I thought it was Sally as well.
0: Sally sells seashells Sally sells by the seashore. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna knock Sally it out of sh- Sally sells seashells,
1: seashells down by the seashore. Sally sells seashells down by the seashore. Yeah,
0: I, and I just nailed that. And fi- you needed like 17 times. I struggled. I just, I just nailed Did it off the top because nah. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. I deserve to get paid. But then I come in. ESPN West Palm says, say that, and I go. Blah, 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 and then I vomit all over the mic <laughs> and still got paid. That'd be the equivalent of that. That's all I'm saying. That's a great analogy. Jalen <laughs> Hurts, really good quarterback. Super Bowl runner up. Hail Mary needs some work. I guess I'm just used to Aaron Rodgers throwing 70, 75 yard helmet Ooh. bombs.
1: You see that Joe Milden says he can throw 90 yards? Joe Milden, I, I think, Pahokee native, right? I didn't see that. I, uh,
2: You're done. No, I don't think anybody, th- Randall Cunningham, I think, was the last person to chuck it that far. Joe
0: Milne's definitely not doing it, although he doesn't have a cannon 80. arm.
2: He could throw it 80. He's got a bomb. He, I think have we've a just seen him throw it
1: 80. So, uh,
0: so Theo's going to go to Wellington High School in a half an hour, and he is going to – he has shown us what he claims is video evidence oh uh, that gosh. he threw it 50 yards last year at Palm Beach Central. It's all pixelated. It's, it's pixelated. <laughs> it's grainy. It looks like – Who knows what kind of ball he's holding. Yeah. Yeah. Wait,
1: wait. Let's, uh, Stone, why do you think it's pixelated? <laughs> <laughs> maybe because do one we? of us has a green phone. Huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> An Android, the finest piece of mobile phone technology going. <laughs> right. This can't, guy, Ken Levick. Is. Can't
1: send this man a video. I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet the video out. Y'all tell me if it's fake. At Theo Dorsey TV.
0: Uh, all right, we got to get to Steve. Let's take a break. We're having too much fun. Uh, not that Steve's not fun. All right. <laughs> Make sure he didn't hear that. Uh, Steve Politziner, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. Steve Politziner, ask Steve, smartest man we know. We'll see if he thinks Theo can throw it 50 yards when we come back. He's Theodore CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.